Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas. We're continuing in Yoredea, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Ribis, Halacha Hey, Paragraph Lamed Hey, based on Chapter 51 in Likutei Moran. We dedicate the learning today for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Bas Galia, Gitigan Endel Bas Sipoira, Rus Alexandra Esther Chaya Bas Luna Patricia, Mazel Bas Zahava, Yuspendel Bas Gitaleya, Sorochel Bas Yuspendel, Avivilan Bas Yuspendel, Moshe David Elio Ben Risha, Jonas Ben Hilda, Shira Dvoira Bas Miriam, Avigail Bracha Bas Shira Dvoira, Sorolea Bas Chavaliba, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Simcha Sora Bas Ahuva, Chaim Arye Ben Brocha, Nisim Ben Rivka, Shlame Nisim Ben Mazel, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Bas Chana, Eitan Yoel Ben Edna, Tuvye Tzvi Ben Chayaliza, David Ben Behia, Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Besoich Shar Choyli Yisrael. We dedicate the learning today, Li'iloi Nishmas, Avram Ephraim Yisrael Ben Rebbenach Maran, whose yard site is on the 15th of Cheshvan, and also Li'iloi Nishmas, Rosa Bas Itamar. The next shir of Likutei Alochas in Yitzhashem will take place on Thursday morning because of my traveling. Based on what we've been learning till now, we'll understand why the Gemara says a person is allowed to change the truth in order to keep the peace or to make peace. Because as we've learned earlier, the vast majority of machloikis is based on emes, people's believing that their opinion is the true opinion. And it's either they're mistaken or they're out-and-out lying. Because of the fact that these people are not pure from all the sinful types of desires in this world, and their blood, the blood inside of them, is very damaged and spoiled as a result of their sins. They convert falseness to truth. They say that good is bad and bad is good. As Yeshaya Novi cries out, Woe is to those people who say that good is bad and bad is good. They, they turn darkness into light. They, they make believe that things that are darkness are really light and vice versa. They take things that are really sweet and they, they say that that's bitter and they take the things that are really bitter and, and make it as if that's sweetness. And therefore the true tzaddik sometimes has to change and cloak, hide the truth in many different coverings in order to, to bring peace to the world, in order to bring people close to Hashem. Paragraph Lamedvov, Uboze Meyushavoit, Mashikosha Bedivri Amedrishanal, Shekosavshom, Shehishle Hoemes Loretz, Al Shekitreg Al Brias Odom. With this, we can explain further the question we had on the Medrish that we quoted earlier that when the, when the angel of Emes said not to create man, Hashem took Emes and threw it to the ground. Umadua Loihikbid the Medrash there says that both Emes and Shalom said, do not create man. How come Hashem didn't throw Shalom down? Shalom also sided with Emes in saying that Hashem should not create man because man is full of arguments. Shalom also sided with Emes in saying that Hashem should not create man because man is full of arguments. 
The main argument of Sholem was that Hashem should not go ahead with the creation of man because man is full of fights and arguments. Ube'emes, kol haktotois v'hamachloikes humachmasoemes anal she'enoi zachem avorokoroi. However, as we explained earlier, the majority, the vast majority of machloikas, conflict in the world, is because of an emes that's not pure and hasn't been refined. And it seems to each and every person as if they are the emes. Their way is the true way. And that's the underlying cause of all the arguments and conflict in the world. Nimtza. So we conclude therefore, The main problem, the main issue that Sholem had, that Sholem went against the, the true will of Hashem, is because of Emes, because of an Emes that wasn't completely purified. Therefore, Hashem only showed his displeasure only regarding Emes. And Hashem went and threw Emes to the ground. And that's the tikkun for the Emes, as we explained earlier. Because by, by people coming down to Eretz, coming down to this world, and battling the challenges against the Sahara, those tzaddikim that succeed, in passing the tests, through that, the great tzaddikim will succeed in refining and purifying the truth to the point where they will be to achieve the highest form of emes, the real emes. To the point where they will realize the incredible level of Rachmanus that Hashem has on Klal Yisrael, and then these tzaddikim will judge everybody favorably, and they'll they'll be able to discover a a real, real Nekuda Toiva inside of every single Jew, and by doing this, they'll promote peace in the world, world peace. Because they'll bring this, this path, they'll introduce this path to the world about people looking at the good, not looking at the bad. In order to eliminate all fights and all disagreements, which all really originate and go back to that original opposition of the angels. May ribui ho emes yoisemidai, because of too much emes, in a sense. But rakivatel kolecho daitoi negedas hatsadik emes. But rather, these tsadikim will bring about a, a correction whereby everyone will put aside their own opinions and accept the opinions of the true tzaddikim, shemasigin amitas rachmanusis who are the ones who really realize the truth about how far Hashem's rachmanus really goes. And every single person will look at their fellow Jew at the good in them, not at the bad. That's what Hashem really wants. And this will bring about peace in the world. We know Rabbi Nezal says on the that any time a person is sick, any time a person has any kind of sickness or illness, the implication is that there's a lack of shalom inside of the person. Each and every one of us is comprised of four basic elements, the Dalad Yesoidois, Eish, Ruach, Mayim, and Ofer. When there's any imbalance, when there's too much Eish, a person has a high fever. Too much Ofer, a person's chills, freezing, all the different imbalances that cause sickness. By promoting Sholem, there's a posuk Sholem, Sholem, Larochaik Velakorev, Omar Hashem, Urifosiv. When there's Sholem, there's Refuah. Nimza. 
So we see, therefore, by Hashem throwing Emes down to earth, down to the Oretz, that automatically will eliminate the opposition of Sholem, the angel of Sholem, who also said not to create men. By Hashem rejecting that Emes, that Emes which, which said not to create man. Through this, we eliminate all arguments. And that's why Hashem only threw away the Emes, not the Sholem. Because by throwing, sending the Emes down to earth, and those tzaddikim who search for the emes and work for the emes, they achieve the highest emes, the emes lamitoi, through that, that will automatically eliminate the, the opposition of sholom, where the angel of sholom said that man is full of arguments, because by throwing that kind of emes away, by people throwing away the emes that causes fights and arguments, that eliminates the arguments. Because all types of machloikas comes from people having too much emes, in order to defend their MS, they're prepared in order and promote their MS, they're willing to put down other people and to say there's no one else is right other than them. Shehu ho MS mezukoch, which is an MS that has not been purified. And how is that eliminated? Aliyadeit Sadike MS, through the true Sadikim. And this is what the Gemara means when it says, We're allowed to alter, to change, to modify the truth in order for peace, in order to have peace. For the sake of peace, we have to change and distance that wrong type of emes. Because just the opposite, Zehu etzem ho emes. This is the real emes. Shashem is borachovetz boy, which Hashem wants. Leshanois ho emes bishvil hasholim. For a person to change the emes for the sake of sholim. You have two people. You have a person that's not religious at all, and you have a religious person. In today's generation, you have parents that are not religious. They were brought up not religious, non observant at all, and you have children who become religious. The difference between them is night and day. If the religious person will want to conduct himself in a completely obvious manner, I don't have to hide anything, I can do whatever I want. You know, this is my religion, this is what I do. He doesn't like it, tough luck. That's going to promote machlekes. There are ways for a person putting a low profile, we're not talking about going against the Torah in any way, but not putting it in someone else's face in a way that's going to antagonize them because they don't understand it yet, because they don't know, and vice versa. When there are children who are not on the same madrega of Yiddishkeit as their parents are, and a parent wants to teach the child what to do, sometimes a person has to disguise it, hide it. This is what's meant when the Medrash says Hashem threw away the emes that opposed the creation of man. Hashem was hinting to us by doing this that we have to reject and throw away and distance ourselves from that kind of emes which promotes arguments and fights. Nimza, we conclude therefore, Shalidei Hashlochas Hoemes, that by rejecting this kind of emes, Memela Nisbatel Kitrug Hashalim, that automatically eliminates 
the reason that Sholem was opposed to the creation of man. That's why the Medrash says Hashem only threw away emes. To show us that the real emes, Hashem's purest emes, there isn't any angel in the world that can, under, can realize that and understand that. Ki im tzadike emes. Only the true tzadikim, shemevarim ho emes lamitoi. They are the ones who clarify and refine and get to the true emes, what Hashem really wants. Vaydezeh memelo yizbatel kol ha-trugim And through this, automatically, it'll eliminate all fights, all battles, Apposition, and it'll bring peace into the world. And we'll see the fulfillment of the Pesach in Zechariah Novi. Love, you should love truth and peace. What kind of truth? A truth that promotes peace. But note again, we reiterate, we remind, we remind everybody that this doesn't mean peace between reform and orthodox, that let's make peace, let we're all the same, we can change our, the, the way we do things according to orthodoxy <clears throat> in order to accommodate the reform. It doesn't mean that. Every time you learn a page and you read that page, you have to look at the page before it and the page after it also. It's not that this, is, this covers all cases, all circumstances. This is speaking about those situations where there are two religious people <clears throat> and they have different rabbis, different, <clears throat> different ways of observing Yiddishkeit, both within the framework of halacha, both within, <clears throat> rather than promoting, uh, rather than arguing all the time <clears throat> and fighting and, and not having a peaceful atmosphere, the real emes is to be able to come to a, a peace. <clears throat> Unless, here again, you have a case where in the case of Rav Nosenzal, for example, he was raised in a family and by a father-in-law who opposed Hasidus in a very, very serious way because of certain things that they saw and they believed. And Rav Nosenzal writes that one winter he was learning with a Chavrusa who was from the Hasidim. And they debated the whole time. It was a, it was a sincere debate, L'Shem Shemaim. It wasn't with any hate or resentment, or negativity, or insulting each other, or anyone putting down each other. It was each one presenting their arguments to, to promote why they believe that this is the best way to serve Hashem. And Rav Nassar writes that at the end of the winter, he came to the realization that his friend was right. He came to realize that things that he had been brought up with, things that he was told, were inaccurate. It was a person's perception of a situation which wasn't necessarily, they didn't perceive it correct. We know that that's possible. We saw, find, Rav Nosanzal gave us examples even by great tzaddikim. A tzaddik can perceive something a certain way. When Yosef HaTzaddik brought his sons Menashe and Ephraim to get a bracha from Yaakov Avinu, at first Yaakov Avinu jumped back. He looked through them. He looked into their future. He saw that Rishoyim are going to come out. I don't, why should I give them a bracha? And then Yosef HaTzadik explained to him why. And Yaakov Avinu accepted it 100%. We find that one, one place in the Chumash, Moshe Rabbeinu gets angry at Aaron Akoyin <coughs> why they acted in a certain way regarding a particular korban. And when they explained to him what they did, he accepted it. Vayit it was, it was very good. Question? The $64 billion question. When is this Tikkun Rav Nosanzal speaking about here going to take place? The world today, even the religious Jewish world, is now as far as ever from fully accepting the das of the true tzaddikim and reaching peace. The answer is <coughs> when Moshiach comes. One of the names of Moshiach, he's called Sar Shalom the master of peace. He's going to be the one to bring this about. The impression that I got, we have to try our best, each and every one of us, within our own environment, within our own home, husband and wife, parents and children, within our own shul, within our own neighborhood, with our neighbors, to try to achieve as much shalom as we can. In terms of the one who's going to make seder in Klal Yisrael, 
it seems that that's going to be Mashiach. That's going to be his job. Anyone else, please? Good morning, Rav Nassim. A quick question. Um, where in Lakuni Mar- Maran um, does it speak about um, uh, Kav, measure of time? In other words, we just spoke about Maklokis, right? In other words, you have to do everything you can to have a Maklokis, to avoid Maklokis. But people that are working or learning, um, you can't go to Shir, you can't go to Seder because you're trying not to kill your neighbor, uh, essentially. Um, just a very quick question. How much, or can you tell me where in Lakuri Maran, uh, Rabenu uh, talks about... Um, Talks about mavatering and how much to how much. That's my question. I have to I have to think about it. I don't have an answer offhand. The the term vatronos is definitely discussed in Likutimaran. I'd have to look into it. <clears throat> it's a shame. Okay, thank you very much. Sorry to no ask problem. off the topic. No problem. Paragraph Lamed Zayin. And what we're learning here will also <coughs> what we're learning here will also explain the reason why we make havdola on Moitsoi Shabbos. Havdola means a separation. These foreign tell us that by making Havdola on Moitzoi Shabbos, <clears throat> that's how we draw the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week. It would seem the opposite in a sense. Ki Shabbos bechinas etzem ho'emes. Because Shabbos represents the ultimate truth, the pure, the essence of truth. K'mayisham Rabbi Seinuzal, as the Gemara says, Shafilu amoretz yorei l'shakir b'Shabbos. Even an Amoretz, a person who's far from Torah, <coughs> meaning seemingly far from the truth, even that person is afraid to lie on Shabbos. Shabbos is emes. V'alkein Shabbos hubechinas tachlis oilam haba. And that's why Shabbos is referred to as the tachlis, the ultimate goal, the future, the world to come. That's when the entire creation will plug back into what was pre-creation. As Rabbi Nezal says over there at the end of chapter 51 on Likut Imran, on the word Evan, Evan is Av and Ben, that father and son will become like one. Kaviochel Hashem is referred to as the father. The world is referred to as Hashem's son. Father and son will become one. Ki iker haklolius hualidei ho emes kanal, bahatoyranal. Because what really brings everything together is emes, as Rabbein Azal explains over there in chapter 51 on the Kutimran. We know the word emes is aleph mem tof. Aleph is the first letter at the beginning. Mem is the middle letter of the aleph base. Tof is the last letter, showing that this is all-inclusive. The six days of the week, they represent post-creation, when Hashem or created the world in those six days. Those are days of action, during which creation, Hashem took creation from potential to actualization. And the entire creation came about through emes. As the Balaturim points out, the, the last letters of Bereshis Bara Elikim, the opening letters of creation of the Torah, make up the word emes. However, despite that, the moment that creation came into existence, it went from potential to actualization, nimshach roishem alachizas hasheker. That established a place for sheker to be able to attach itself to. 
ועל כן יש בשש עשימי אחר איזה אחיזה לשקר. And that's why during the six days of the week, שקר has the ability to, to attach itself. ועיקר תיקונוי על ידי שבס. The main תיקון for the six days of the week, the main תיקון for the שקר is שבס. שהוא בחינס הצדיק או אמס. שבס represents the true צדיק. שהוא שבס דקול הוא יוימי. The Zohar HaKadosh says that the students of Rabbi Shimon said to their Rabbi, You are the Shabbos, we're the six days of the week. We receive all of our Shefa from you. Shehu b'chinas etzem ho'emes, and we said Shabbos is the essence of truth. Ki tzrichen laham shekdusha Shabbos l'shesem e'achol. Because again, one of our major missions is to draw the holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week. וכן צריכן להמשך קדושת הצדק או אמס על כל ההמוינם בני ישראל. And so too, our mission is to draw the holiness of the true צדק upon כלל ישראל, the entire כלל ישראל. שהם בחינס חויל נגדוי. We are referred to as weekday compared to the צדק who is referred to as שבס. היינו להויר בוהם האמס. Meaning, the mission is to be able to draw the emes from the tzaddik emes into the world, into Klal Yisrael, shehu ikar hakedusha. Emes is one of the real definitions of holiness. Avol ikar, now Rav Nusenzal is going to give us a very important point, an additional point that we haven't had yet. Avol ikar hamshachas ho'emes, the main thing that enables us to draw this MS, to draw this holiness of Shabbos into the six days of the week, which parallels drawing the holiness of the true tzaddik into the rest of Klal Yisrael, can only be accomplished by recognizing the difference, the separation between Shabbos and weekday, between the Tzadik Emes and the rest of the people. By us being able to realize the difference between holiness and weekday, between Shabbos and six days of the week, between the Tzadik and the rest of Klal Yisrael. שיוידן שיש הבדל גודל בין עצם האמס של שבס, it's the realization that there's a major difference between the essence of truth of שבס, שהוא בחינס הצדק האמס, which corresponds to the true צדק, ובין האמס של ימי החול, versus the truth of the six days of the week, שהם בחינס המוינם, which corresponds to the rest of כלל ישראל. כי אף על פי שגם כל חיוסם ותיקונם וקיומם על ידי האמס, because although what keeps the six days of the week alive, what keeps כלל ישראל alive is אמס, אבל אי אפשר להם להשיג ולהבין בדייתום אמיתס דייתוי של הצדק אמס. Still, it's impossible for us to realize and to understand the אמס of the true צדק. שהוא בחינה שבס, הוא איזלייק שבס. כי מאוד עומקו מחשבויסו, because his thoughts are very, very deep, way above our comprehension. רק עיקר האמס של ההמוי נעם בחינה סימי החויל, is לידה שהם רחוקים מלהסגלוב המתאזדאיתוי. Our main truth is to realize, to realize how far we are from understanding the true das of the greatest tzaddikim. And therefore, even though we don't understand a lot about them, we have to fortify ourselves with emuna. We believe. And that's the main emes of Klal Yisrael, of the rest of us. Our main emes is emuna. נמצא שדייקו על ידי הבדולו ממשיכן הקדושה משבס לנאי החול. We see from here it's, it's by our ability to separate, to differentiate 
between Shabbos and weekday, between the Tzadik Emes and the rest of us, that's what gives us the ability to receive from Shabbos, to receive from the sixth day, from, from the Tzadik Emes. And Ramosan Zal says, understand this very well. If you recall, this was Koirach's mistake. Koirach, when he went up against Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akoyen, his battle cry was, Ki kol kulam Hashem. The entire Jewish people are holy and we have Hashem with us. Why are you holding yourselves above? Why do you, Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akoyen, consider yourselves greater than us? This, this is what got Koirach buried in Koirach and 250 great rabbis, Roshe Sanhedrin and Dosan Viram. This is what got Hashem to open up the earth to swallow them up completely because they were going against the principles of the creation of the world, the most important principles of the creation of the world, that all people are not equal, that there's a huge difference. Just because everybody stood at Har Sinai, just because everybody's learning, doesn't mean they're all equal. We know the most important thing about learning is fulfilling what you're learning. And there, no two people are the same. No two people are alike. And there's a vast, there's worlds of differences between Moshe Rabbeinu's fulfilling the Torah versus Klal Yisro, versus especially Koirach. It's nice to think that Rabbi Benazal, give Rabbi Aronzal the bracha, you should understand my secret school and learning about that. Exactly. There was a, there's a, uh, there's one of Rabbi Nezal's closest students who we mentioned in the past, Rabbi Aronzal. Rabbi Nezal gave him a bracha that in, in Ilam Haba, you should be zeichet to understand my sichas chulin, my, my ordinary conversations, not my divrei Torah of this world, my ordinary conversations. And we find Rabbi Avram, Rabbi Nachman, the famous Rabbi Avram, Rabbi Nachman, once said, Halavai, in the next world, after a thousand years, I should be able to understand one of Rabbi Nezal's diburim. I should be able to have an accurate understanding of one of Rabbi Nezal's diburim. Paragraph Lamates, Vezehu Shalom do Rabbi Seinu Zechonavrach. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Paragraph Lamates, Vezeh Bechinas Pen Yeher Su El Hashem Lirois, Venofal Mimenu Amrov. There was a warning given at the time of Matan Torah. The Torah was given on Har Sinai, and the entire mountain was smoking, and there was thunder and lightning. And Hashem said to Moshe go warn the Jewish people, keep back, keep your distance, because if they dare try to come too close, they'll be destroyed. Many people will die. The Oliso Ato the Aaron. Only you and Aaron Akoyin are permitted to go up the mountain. Upirish Rashi and Rashi Kodesh points out, Ato Mechitzel Yatzmecha. That by Hashem wording it this way, Hashem was making it clear that even between Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron HaKoyen, it's not one. You go up and Aaron HaKoyen goes up. Each one is a unique individual, a completely different level from the other one. But the rest of the people, they shouldn't dare attempt to go up. This fits beautifully with what we learned earlier. We spoke about in the previous year, Miyale Bahar Hashem or Miyokum Bimkam Kotshoi. Ki bevadai yefsher li korev le mechitzas hasogas hatzadik. Because it's definitely impossible for us to come close to the, the boundary of, of the understanding of the tzadik. Ve yefsher lehovenu lehasig daitoi. We cannot understand what the tzadik understands. And therefore, we're not allowed to second-guess him in any way. We're not allowed to think that the tzaddik is making a mistake in any way. This also explains why a non-koyhen was not permitted to enter into certain areas in the Beis HaMikdosh. Because as we mentioned earlier, 
one of the best examples and descriptions of holiness is truth. And therefore, wherever in the world Hashem's MS is shining more brightly, that place is holier. However, not every person is qualified to approach that incredible holy level of emes. Because the essence of truth, which is being able to understand the truth of Hashem, we human beings cannot achieve that. But rather, each and every one of us has to stand in his station, in his place, within his boundaries. And to, to follow the tr- path of truth based on my level, based on each and every individual's level. And this is one of the most important aspects of each and every one of our emes, not to make the mistake of, of breaking down the barriers and trying to approach what I don't qualify for. There's a famous posset that says, don't try to delve into things that are way, way above you. Nimza. And therefore, based on what we're learning here, we conclude that one of the most important ways that we're able to draw holiness, which is emes, from Shabbos to weekday, from the tzaddik to the rest of the world, is by making havdolah. This is the secret behind why we make Havdolah on Motsoy Shabbos. By doing that, by recognizing the difference between the two, that enables us to be able to receive in a healthy way. If you have a, a, a source that's giving out a million volts and you have a receiving receiving item that can only handle 10 volts or 100 volts, if we, we, we treat them as equals, you know what's going to happen. That 10-volt appliance is going to be blown to smithereens. have to recognize that there's a difference between them, and that little one cannot handle the voltage of the big one. There's got to be a transformer. There's got to be something that shrinks, that breaks, it's got to be brought down, 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 thousands of levels for the student to be able to to receive the knowledge, the wisdom of the Rebbe. Paragraph Lamates. This is why our rabbis in the Gemara, in Mesech Teshvuas, page 18, they learn out the mitzvah of making Havdola on Moitzoi Shabbos from the command that Hashem issued to Aaron HaKoyen, to be careful not to dare enter into the Beis HaMikdosh or the Mishkan after having drunk a certain quantity of wine. This was this mitzvah, this, this commandment of not entering the Mishkan or the Beis HaMikdosh after having had wine, a certain amount of wine, was said to Aaron HaKoyen immediately after his sons passed away in the beginning of Parsha Sachre Mois. They, unfortunately, the sons of Arnokoyen, crossed the line. They went out of their own boundaries. They tried to, to, to rip, rip through the barrier to go up to Hashem. They tried to enter into the holy section of the Mishkan and offer Ktoiris without permission, when they weren't qualified to do it. The Zohar HaKadosh says they weren't married. That's one of the explanations. This is exactly what we spoke about in, in this previously in this year, in the previous Shurim here, that this is an example of an emes 
that wasn't purified a hundred percent. Kinoda vaviu hayu tzadikim gedolim v'noiroe moid. Not of an aviu were awesome, great tzadikim. K'mayisham Rabbi Senazal, as it says clearly in the Zohar Kodesh. And their intentions were definitely to serve Hashem, to please Hashem. They wanted to come closer to Hashem. And they thought that if they will succeed in coming closer to Hashem than they are, they'll be able to bring all the Jews to the Tachlis, to real tshuva, etc., as the Gemara points out in Sanhedrin, Moshe and Aaron were taking a walk, and Nodov and Aviu, the sons of Aaron were walking behind them. and Nodov and Aviu said, When will these two? When will Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron die? And we will lead the generation. Rav Nosson Zal says, We can be sure that their intention was not personal kavod. There was nothing personal here. Rak their intention was to please Hashem, to serve Hashem, to, to crown Hashem. However, despite that, they made a major, major mistake with this. As, as the Torah says, and especially in the Gomorrah. <clears throat> because regarding a level of truth that has not been refined completely, <clears throat> there are times when even great tzaddikim make mistakes. This is the cause of all the mistakes that our rabbis tell us took place even among great tzaddikim. Shol HaMelech wanting to murder Dovra HaMelech. The brothers of Yosef HaTzadik wanting to kill him. Sheshogu where the great, great tzaddikim in some instances made mistakes. All of it was the result of an emes that was defective, that wasn't perfect. And therefore, right after the sons of Arnakoin passed away, which is described in the beginning of Parshas Achremois, which we read on Yom Kippur in the morning, the, to- the Torah begins with a warning not to enter into the Mishkan of the Beis HaMikdosh after you drank wine. And it's in those words there that is hidden the secret regarding Havdolah. As it says in the Pasuk, The Pasuk says, Hashem says to Arnakoyim, to be careful about this, to be careful about not drinking wine, in order to make a separation between holy and non-holy. The Mishkan is a holy place. You have to conduct yourself differently when it comes to the Mishkan than another than your own house. It's from this pasuk that the rabbis learned out that there's a mitzvah of making havdala between Shabbos and weekday. Because one of the most important separations is to separate and differentiate between an MS that's 100% pure, which is Bechina Shabbos, and, and an MS of the weekdays. The main solution here, the main perfection here, is when there is a separation, there's a difference. By us knowing and realizing that we are very, very far from the essence of Emes, which is Shabbos, 
This is referring to that purest level of emes, which only the choicest, choicest ones of the tzaddikim are zoichet to. Hamechavnen ho emes lamitoi, who are zoichet to get not just to emes, but emes laamitoi, which is the highest and purest level of emes. V'yalkein nismach inyinzeh shel havdolo lemisas b'nei And this is why the mitzvah of making havdolo amotzoi shapis is, is found in the Torah right near, right after the passing away of the sons of Arnakoim. Ki heim pogmo This was their mistake. Sherotsu lali selakdusha shubchenesemes lifnimi madrigosam. They wanted to enter a level of holiness, a level of emes that was above them, that was way out of reach for them. Viafal pi shenidmelohem shekavanosam elohemes and even though it seemed to them that their intentions were 100% pure, Avil they were mistaken in this. Came a forish as is elaborated on in the Chumash. Nimtza havdola. So we see that they were poigim. Their mistake was regarding this secret of havdola, knowing boundaries. That's why this posuk is written right next to the passing away of Nodav and Aviyu, because that was their error. Paragraph And this also explains the, the mitzvah in the Torah, which says a person is forbidden to enter into the Beis HaMikdosh when they've drunk a certain quantity of wine. And this discussion is written right near where it speaks about the passing away of Nodav and Aviyu. Vam Rabbi Senesal and the Medrash says, that one of the mistakes of Nodav and Aviyu was that they entered the Beis HaMikdosh after having drunk more, a revius or more of wine. This is what it's really all about. And this also ties in with how extremely forbidden it is for a Jew to get drunk. Whereby the rabbis speak about this in a very, very big way about how forbidden that is for an observant Jew. Because when a person drinks too much wine, especially they get drunk, the brain becomes damaged, the walls come down, there's no boundaries. And the person tries to go past where they're allowed to cross. Wine enters into a person, secrets come out. They jump up to that level. This is the concept of the insanity. Which people who get drunk, they say all kinds of foolish, silly things. Because as a result of the das, I'm sorry, because when the das goes out of its boundaries, out of its vessels, and it tries to go beyond its boundaries, the person's thinking becomes completely confused, befuddled, and the person speaks all kinds of silliness, a person who's not on a very high level of das, and even a person who's highly intelligent and they can handle their wine and they don't say silly, ridiculous, bad things when they get drunk. Such a person also could cause, cause major damage by getting drunk. Because, again, drinking excessively will push the person to want to jump up, to want to go up beyond their boundary. 
and through this the prince ends up deviating from the truth. V'alkein shikar osur lahoyres. And, and because of this, a shikur is not allowed to, to be a judge, to judge a situation. Because in that frame of mind, when he's drunk, he will definitely not be able to clarify who's telling the truth, which one of the litigants is right. One of the things that the Gemara says about a drunk is that when a person becomes drunk, all paths become smooth. Everything becomes permissible. He can say whatever he wants, he can do whatever he wants. Because a person deviates way off course, way off the truth, when they drink wine to excess. And it seems to the person as if he's 100% true. As we see in the case of some people who get drunk. And therefore this parsha about not drinking wine to excess or not drinking wine before going into the Beis HaMikdosh is written right after the passing away of the children of Aaron Kihem Pogmu because they messed up in this area. This was their mistake. Their mistake was a mistake of crossing boundaries, trying to go out of bounds, trying to get to something that before the right time, trying to, to push forward. Moshe Rabbeinu and Arakan should leave already so we can take over, even if their intentions were pure. We'll just finish this next piece, paragraph Memalef. V'yalkein parsha suavoyte shalyom ha-kipurim now we'll understand also why the Torah reading that we have on Yom Kippur in the morning begins with the passing away of the sons of Aaron HaKoyen. After the two sons of Aaron HaKoyen passed away, when they came close to Hashem and they died. Hashem said, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, warn Aaron HaKoyen that he's not allowed to enter into the Beis HaMikdosh at all times. There's special times when you're not allowed to go in. There's boundaries. Rav Nosanal says now, everything that we do on Yom Kippur and all of the avoidance of the Kohen Gottl on Yom Kippur was all about that purest, purest level of emes. She'yevsher of, of Hashem. She'yevsher la'sigoikim g'doy le'muvchorei ha'tzadikim. Whereby it's only the choicest, choicest ones of the tzadikim that are zoichet to achieve that. Kol echad Each one in their way, in their manner. Kalidei ho'emes ha'poshut ein takono lachoitei. Because if we go by the simple truth, by the basic truth that people are used to, then a person who commits sins, there's no hope for him. As it says in the Yerushalmi, they asked Chochma, what's your opinion about when a person doesn't have era? Very simple. person commits a sin, they die. They deserve to die. They're rebelling against Hashem. That's the level of truth of the angels who opposed the creation of man. Because within their emes, their thought was a person commits a sin, he's out. And they saw that man will sin against Hashem. Therefore they complained and they, they opposed the creation of man. And Rav says, the truth is, based on simple, simple truth, we would lean towards them. We would say, they're right. What they're saying makes sense. But these malachim were not able to realize the incredible kindness of Hashem. 
שזה עצם האמס שאייף של ההסכנה. That's this essence of truth which we say all angels cannot achieve. ומשום נמשך הסליחה לאבוינס ישראל ביום הכיפורים. And it's from that address, that etzem ho'emes, that highest, highest level of emes, it's from there that we draw the forgiveness for all of our sins on Yom Kippur. However, not every person can enter into that level of holiness, that holy truth. And even the Koen Gotel himself, who is so holy, even to him Hashem extends a warning, not allowed to enter into Beis HaMikdosh whenever you want. But rather, only <coughs> only at specific times and after bringing certain sacrifices, Yom Kippur, when the Kohen Gadol entered into the Holy of Holies, which had the Luchais, which is the essence of Emes, Ki Emes Kozeh, because to be able to enter into this level of Emes, meaning this level of holiness, the, which is the inner, inner sanctuary, the Beis HaMikdash, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, even the Kohen Gotol was not allowed to enter there only one day a year, only in Kippur he was allowed. Based on following the formula that Hashem gave the Kohen Gotol, all the different things that he needs to do to prepare himself to be able to enter there. And then he has the ability to draw forgiveness of sins. This forgiveness, which comes from the true kindness of Hashem. In the 13 attributes of kindness, it says, a multitude of kindness, and Emes. Emes is the next door neighbor of that Rav Chesed. As Rav Nosan Zal discussed this previously in paragraph Lamed Gimel, and that's why this whole discussion about wine and, and about uh, and, uh, the avoid of Yom Kippur is written next to the passing away of Aaron Pogmu Koyim, because this was their mistake. Their mistake was they didn't recognize boundaries. They didn't know this concept of boundaries, of Penyersu. They didn't realize the, how vast the difference was between Moshe Rabbein Aaron HaKoyen versus them at this point. That they still, still had a long, long way to, to go in order to prepare themselves for leadership positions in Klal Yisrael. And note, Rav Nosan Zal here is defining the Vid Sadik Emes as the one who is Masig, Hashem's Rachmanis to the highest degree. There's a chapter on Likut Imran in the second half of Likut Imran, chapter 7, where Rabbeinu begins with a pasuk, Ki merachameim Who are the ones, what's one of the most critical ingredients for being a leader in Klal Yisrael? Ki merachameim He must have Rachmanis. He must have a lot of Rachmanis. Where does he get it from? From Hashem. Through his recognition of how far-reaching Hashem's Rachmanus is, that Tzaddik knows what he has to emulate, in what way he has to emulate Hashem's Rachmanus, to have Rachmanus on the Jewish people, and to always try to get, get us to be choyzer b'tshuva. Any questions? You know, some have the view that, you know, they feel there's some altered state of mind, they feel they could daven better or connect better. It seems from this story, any, anywhere you go Kedusha, whether it's the Kaisal, Kavrit Zedikim, or your Rebbe, you really shouldn't have any wine or anything before going to any of these places. The answer is not to excess. Not to any excess will harm. We know that we bring in the Shabbos. How do we bring in this MS? with a little bit of, with the right amount of wine and the right, the, right, the right type of wine. The Kiddush that we make on Friday night, which expands our consciousness. A little bit of wine expands the consciousness. 
too much wine blows the consciousness to sm- or befuddles a person's consciousness. Definitely. And again, that's why on Shabbos, on Yom Tif, and that's why when a person goes to a tzaddik, the tzaddik could be mechabed him with a little bit of wine, a little bit of whiskey, as, as to, to expand, to get moichen the gatlus, not the opposite. Baruch Hashem, we came to a, a completion of a certain inyan. Rav Zal is still going to have additional pieces now, a few more, that are going to be related to what we've been learning so far in this Hilchas Ribis Halochahei. Wishing everybody a wonderful week. And Yitz Hashem will resume this shear on Thursday morning, hopefully, Yitz Hashem.